Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey gang, welcome back to Hardwood Heroes. As always, I'm here with my main man, Sex Panther. What's happening? Uh, I've been waiting. I've been waiting a few days to do this. We've been taking some time off. Did uh, a little trip to the casino over the well, I guess it was just Sunday night. But um, yeah, just uh, watching some college basketball, trying to keep up with this. I've been waiting because since we started this Hardwood Heroes thing, I finally, finally got over the 500 mark. I'm sitting on 10 and 9, baby. <laughs> so, All right, well, I, I have some work to do to, to get over 500, that's for sure. So today, I'm going to start digging myself out, but I'm very interested. You said you had a lot of games, so let's just get right into it. What uh, What's first on the board for you? Hey, you know, we had all these all this t- conference tournament action going on, and we're going to start in the ACC. We're going to rip the Band-Aid off, as Max likes to say, talk about our Notre Dame Fighting Irish. They did get that big win against Pitt at home. Uh, then they proceeded to wrap up their season by getting blown out by 23 at Clemson, uh, technically on the road. I know it's a neutral site, but they're on the road. They're just not a very good team away from the friendly confines. They're 3-17. and 17. Um, within the comp, uh, excuse me, within the conference. Uh, so I, I don't like Notre Dame. I think their season is over. Virginia Tech only has to lay six and a half. I think they beat the snot out of the Irish, put them out of their misery. I'm going to lay the six and a half on the Hokies. Nice. Well, uh, you're you're starting with one of my plays as well. I am on the Hokies also. Uh, I, I stumbled across a, a stat that said Notre Dame hasn't won a game away from South Bend this year, which is kind of crazy. So even if it's on a neutral, um, not, not ideal. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Virginia tech, they won this game by six earlier in the year, but that was with Notre Dame, like shooting bonkers from the floor. They were 55% from the floor. They shot 13 to 30 from three. 
and and they still couldn't get it done. So uh, Notre Dame, they they play like a slow plotting offense, but that doesn't reflect in their defense numbers at all. So even though they play slow, um, their defense stinks. So they're 245th in the country in defense. They're 222nd in scoring offense. Virginia Tech is a, is a pretty good squad. They beat UNC this year. They beat Duke, Virginia. I just think they have too many weapons. Uh, Basili, Padula, Mutz, uh, you know, th- these guys are, are maybe fringe next-level players. Virginia Tech, they shoot 36% from three, and they're 8-2 and two this year when they make 10, 10 threes or more. So all of this spells doom for our beloved Irish. I'm laying it with you, and uh, I think we're going to be 1-0 there. So what else you got? I like that one. We're going to stay in the ACC for a minute here. We're going to take a look at Georgia Tech taking on Florida State. And I don't know how they do their seeding because <laughs> these are two bottom feeders. They're just right north of Notre Dame. Uh, Georgia Tech 6-14 and 14 in the conference. Florida State 7-13 and 13 in the conference. It's coincidentally, of the nine victories that Florida State has, seven of them in the conference. But their recency does not bode well. Uh, they've lost four of their last five. The one win was a one-point win at the Miami Hurricanes. Georgia Tech, on the other hand, has won four of their last five. They've won three in a row heading into this ACC tournament. And that's where I'm at. I'm just going to kind of side with the team that's got the hot hand right now. I don't like Florida State at all. I mean, Georgia Tech's not a great team, but they're playing pretty good basketball right now. So I'll lay the two points and put some money on the Yellow Jackets. Yeah, no, I, I I lean Georgia Tech with you. I thought that win that Florida State got at Miami, um, or against Miami, I should say, would like turn their season around and at least start playing some better basketball because they were down, I think, twenty five at the half in that game. You know, and they they battled back and, and beat a really good Miami team, and they you know have proceeded to get beat by eleven against North Carolina and twenty two against Virginia Tech. So uh, Georgia Tech is actually playing some good ball. I side with you here. I, I won't um I won't put the you know the hijinks on you here and take it on the show, but I do lean Georgia Tech. All right, one more game in the ACC. You're probably gonna detect a trend here, but I'm fading some really bad teams, and really bad team is the Louisville Cardinals, two and eighteen in the conference, four and twenty-seven on the season, taking on Boston College. But you know, by all accounts, Boston College not a great team, nine and eleven in the conference, fifteen and sixteen overall. But Louisville, I mean, they're just they're just bad and when they lose they lose in grand fashion they lost to at virginia by 15 they lost to virginia tech by another 17 lost uh, at georgia tech by what 14 something 16 there so this is not a very competitive team the six points almost feels like a gift but i I hate louisville i think they're terrible i want to lay the six and take the boston college eagles uh, another another lean for me. I, I I think you're on the right side here. This Louisville team is super bad. I mean, they their guard play this year has been abysmal, and that shows in their turnover department. They're they're averaging 15.1 turnovers a game, which is 345th in the country. Um, along with that, you can kind of kind of see a trend. They're 367 362nd. I'm sorry, in the country in assists, only nine per game. So uh, that just kind of reflects how poorly their guard play has been all year. This is a team that is no good. I want no parts of them. Uh, I think Boston College is the side or you got to leave it alone. So uh, I'm, I'm rooting for you here as well. All right. We're going to touch on a couple of 
uh, I don't even know if mid-major is the right word, less, less, lesser than mid-majors, but let's take a look at the UNC Wilmington taking on the College of Charleston. I've actually personally been betting on the College of Charleston quite frequently. This is a team that's made me some money in my FanDuel account, made me some money just yesterday uh, beating Townsend, <laughs> covered it by half a point for me. And that was that was scary late. I don't know if you watched the game or not. Oh, no, but, I was in bed. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they, uh, they blew a huge lead. And they ended up, um, they got down, I think, 70 to 69 with like a minute to play and, um, you know, got a stop and then shot free throws and then, you know, played the free throw game. But that that could have gone the other way very easily. Yeah. So here we are now in the Colonial Athletic Association Championship final. Uh, winner gets an automatic berth. I think Charleston might even get in if they were to lose this game, but I don't think they lose this game. But I also don't think they cover. Wilmington is playing some pretty good basketball in this tournament. Uh, they beat Drexel. They beat Hofstra in overtime. And I, I think they'll give Charleston a little bit of a run. Ten points just feels like way too many points for a championship game. So I'm going to take Wilmington plus those ten points for a unit. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's that's probably the right play. And I, I say that just, you know, I don't know much about these teams. I, I know Charleston has been awesome this year. Um, but they did have that late scare last night. Um, so, you know, who knows what, what that kind of game can take out of you. Ten points is a ton in, in, a, in a conference game like this. So I, I think you're on the right side here with UNCW, and I'll be rooting for you. All right, another game, another mid-tier matchup that I honestly don't know anything about either one of these teams. With the line just seemed weird to me. Uh, Utah Tech. The Trailblazers are going to take on Stephen F. Austin, the Lumberjacks. I've heard of Stephen F. Austin. I didn't know Utah Tech was an actual school. <laughs> but uh, you're looking at these records. You're looking at who they've played. And, and, and I get it. Austin, this is a first-round matchup uh, in the Western Athletic Conference. But Stephen F. Austin has lost two heading into this tournament. The last one was really, really bad by uh like to the count of about 44 points 44 points yeah, yeah it, it was pretty bad but uh now it's tournament time they're going against a utah tech team that's not very good they're five and 13 in the conference next to last next to new mexico state um and i've only got to lay one point on the lumberjacks maybe it maybe it's kind of trappish i don't know but i just think the lumberjacks are supposed to be the better team and win this matchup so a little of a wild, loosey-goosey play because I don't know anything about these two teams, but uh, I will put a unit on the Lumberjacks. Hey, man, it's March Madness. You're allowed to go a little crazy, you know, and, and we're all going to be betting on schools we've never heard of this time of year. So, um, hey, I'll lean with you. The the most I know about Stephen F. Austin is they gave Notre Dame a scare in the conference or in the in the, uh, the big tournament like four or five years ago. Do you remember that game? When we were good. <laughs> yeah, when we were good. When we were good. So I'm rooting for you, buddy. Do you have any other games or was that was that all of them? Uh, one more game. It's the game of the day, game of the night, game of the ESPN. We're looking at the West Coast Conference Championship, Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Both these teams are going dancing. Um, just whether or not Gonzaga really wants to fight for a seed. I think they're probably battling there for a two seed maybe with, with a win here. They've battled twice. They've played each other twice. They've each won. Um, but here we are on a neutral site. They're in Las Vegas at the Orleans Arena. Kind of wish I was there. I was with one of the casinos I was at last time I was out there. Um, but th this is two teams that know each other very, very well. But I just think Gonzaga has just this much of an edge 
against St. Mary. So I'm going to lay the two and a half and put a unit on the Bulldogs. I am with you. This is another game that I'm on. Um, I do have that that future as well. I took Gonzaga to win the the final here and kind of kind of played out how I thought it would. I was hoping that St. Mary's would get upset along the way. Um, you know, but the, last night was kind of a snoozer for both of these teams. They, they easily dispatched their opponents. Gonzaga, I think, just has more. Um, they, they lost that, that you know, the first game, and then they ended up, and they, they could have blown out St. Mary's the second time by, but St. Mary's kind of got back into it late, and I think they won by nine. But um, I just think Gonzaga is the, the team that has a little more to fight for here. Both of these teams are safely in the tournament. Gonzaga with a win could probably be a two seed. And I think that'll, that'll motivate them. Um, they've been in this, this final, I think 25 times and they've won 20 of them. So <laughs> I just, I like the pedigree here with the Zags. Um, Jacob Timmy. I, I, I like that guy veteran been here before. I like the Zags team. I'm laying the two and a half. I like it. I have bet six games. Is there anything else you like Phil? Uh, well, you hit on two of, of mine. I've got one more play, and I'm looking at the Northern Kentucky Norse over Cleveland State in the Horizon League final. They are laying two and a half. Uh, I just think that they have the best player on the floor. Um, and Marquise Warwick, he averages 19.1 points a game. Northern Kentucky, they have the 29th best scoring defense in college basketball. They only allow 63.6 points a game. They're 10th in the country in steals at 9.3 a game. Uh, so, you know, this is a team that that can lock you down and then get out and run. Um, they just beat the number one seed in the Horizon League in Youngstown State. And, um, you know, this Cleveland State team, they're familiar with them. They play a lot of close games. They won by one at home. They lost by one on the road. I just think Northern Kentucky gets it done tonight, and I'm, I'm happy to lay the two and a half. Yeah, this was a tough one. Okay, so the Horizon League is kind of quote unquote my league. Uh, this is the league that Purdue Fort Wayne is in. I'm also very familiar with Wright State. That's the was my home arena when I had my uh, football team damn near 20 years ago. But uh, so I'm familiar with a lot of these teams. Kind of been tracking Youngstown State and Milwaukee because uh, there was two really good teams that might have cost themselves a chance at the dance with those losses yesterday, because those were some two pretty good teams, particularly uh, the Penguins for Youngstown State. But now you look at Northern Kentucky and Cleveland State, again, two really dangerous teams going toe-to-toe. I think this is an even game. I was leaning Cleveland State just because of those points. Um, But you're right, Northern Kentucky has been on fire. They've won four straight, two against a decent Oakland team in that big 12-point win last night against uh, Youngstown State. Um, I, you might be right. I'm not necessarily fading you. I just think this, I would not be surprised if this is one of those March madness games that comes down to a last minute shot, uh, two evenly matched teams. So, uh, I would have taken Northern Kentucky, lean Northern Kentucky. If they were getting the points, Cleveland state's getting the points. So I, I'm kind of leaning the Vikings. Yep. I, I can't hate you for, for leaning that way. This is just kind of, um, you know, just where I ended up. I, I like the the defense and, you know, defense travels. And I, I think we saw that last night with Northern Kentucky. So uh, hopefully they keep it up and, and get one for me here. The only other two games I had leans, I had I, I was leaning LaSalle plus one and a half. Uh, I think this Rhode Island team is just, they're just lost. Uh, Braylon Freeman was one of their best players and he was dismissed from the team. They've been relying pretty heavily on Ishmael Leggett here. But, you know, they, they've been averaging, I think, 71 points a game in regulation 
or I'm sorry, they haven't scored more than 71 points in regulation without uh, Freeman. So uh, this is a team that's kind of lost their way, lost their best player. I like the Explorers here. It might just be a product of, of hearing a lot on the radio about the Explorers since they're local to me, uh, but I'm, I'm taking the point and a half. Yeah, I didn't have a I didn't have a play in that game. Um, didn't really. It was tough for me because I don't like Loyola Chicago. I don't think they're very good, but somehow that that line has got them favored, and that really kind of threw me for a loop. So I I stayed away from it. Um, had we done this earlier, I probably would have been telling you, hey, I really really like Richmond, but it looks like I could have laid twenty or more. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think. I think 30 might be getting home. They're up 29. They're, they're right up now. 29 right now. It's crazy. And if anybody's listening in the next 45 minutes, I am leaning St. Joe's as well. Um, I played it personally. I don't like it enough to put out there, but you know, I do lean St. Joe's over Loyola Chicago as well. Yeah. I, I like St. Joe's there. That line just kind of smelled. I had got enough smelly lines today, Phil. Yeah. Well, you know, we're a couple smelly dudes, you know, just, just rolling into the shitty college basketball games. It's what we do. That's what we do, and we're going to hell when we're diehard Golden Domer homers. We really – basketball season is not kind. No, it's not. No, it's not. But, man, I look, I'm, you know, I look forward to doing this today, and we'll come back and do it again tomorrow and all week. And uh, hopefully we're talking about some winners. I, I would love to do a victory lap tomorrow. Uh, I would love for you to do a victory lap. You have that 0-4 day. You're still trying to kind of – that's the one that's really dug you that hole. So if you, if you could hit these three that you bet – did you bet two or three? Uh, I've got three and two leans. So well, I need I need you to win the two that you did because we're on the same side. So bingo. <laughs> two, I get those two. Yeah, and I I do have the uh, the Oral Roberts uh, conference final, you know, championship future, and I got the Gonzaga conference future out there too. So you know, maybe we can crawl our way back. You're sitting on some money right there. All right, man. Well, uh, any final thoughts? No, sir. I'm good. I'm good too. It's time to get out of here. So you guys know the deal. The main channel, the place we're hanging out, is the book club in the Discord. Get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll shoot it right back. But uh, most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.